Hello everyone and welcome to Seafood Panel, a comic book review and graphic novel discussion podcast. My name is Fahed Rahman and today I am joined by Elizabeth McKenzie. Uh, Elizabeth, did I pronounce your name correctly? Yeah, yeah, you're all good. Yeah, okay. Sorry, uh, so <laughs> Elizabeth is an illustrator from Tbilisi, Georgia, with a BA in fine arts and is currently working on her master's. Her love of comics began with the uh, introduction of Franco-Belgian titles and a lot of manga. She shifted to fine arts in school where she learned the, fun- where she learned the fundamentals of art and its many philosophies. She was reintroduced to comics by a friend in her third year of her bachelor's. Uh, at Tbilisi State uh, Academy of Art. They made one of the first indie comics in the country and are continuing to build a love of the medium of a small group of talented creatives. She's hoping that uh, to continue working in this field and trying to help bring stories to life on the page and hopefully one day build some of her own. Uh, how are you doing, Elizabeth? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you. Honoured to be okay. here. The book that we are uh, talking about today is Tally, Daughter of the Moon by Soraya. And I'll just read out the bio, the bio, the blurb for that. Hidden within the walls of a secluded castle, Lord Boren raises his adopted daughter, Tally. In secret and for good reason, Tally is a descendant of the summoners, magical women hunted by those who fear their mysterious powers. Violently torn from her home, Tally sets out on a journey in search of her origins and to learn the secrets of a great and dangerous power. With cruel Lord Ulrich's forces hot on her heels, Tally must keep one step ahead, gathering a motley crew of companions and protectors. That includes the noble, some might say too noble, Knight Sir Alan, the lethargic but ferocious swordsman Lilo. The ruthless captain Nina pursues them doggedly because she is aware of the secret of Tally's blood. The Secret of the Summoners. So Tally, Daughter of the Moon, is the first volume in an epic French uh, epic adventure by uh, French Laotian uh, cartoonist Soraya. And the blurb also says that it evokes the best of manga and bandies dessinée in one sweeping uh, narrative. So I, when I contacted you, I gave you a few options of books that we could discuss. What drew you to this particular title? Of the art. I gotta, the art. I gotta say, yeah, okay. the art just spoke to my soul. <laughs> okay. To tell the truth, it was oh my god. Even now, uh, I kind of go back to it. Yeah, absolutely yeah. breathtaking panels. Yeah, uh, had you because um, I'd um, I'd not heard of this book before. All this artist, had you come across uh, Soraya's work uh, previously, or was it a new thing to you as well? No, unfortunately. Yeah, it's completely new to me. Yeah, that's I've uh, seen his work before, and I, yeah, what's a shame. And I should also mention that the this is a French comic. Um, the lettering and translation was done by a friend of the podcast, Francois Vignot. And um, we also need to thank, Fran- uh, thank Francois because he uh, also uh, sent us the advanced review copy that we're using for uh, today's episode as well. Let's kind of like start with the with the art because I think that's uh, one of the big draws for both of us. You kind of you said the 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 art uh, grabbed you kind of straight yeah. away. What was it about the art that caught your attention? The amazing attention to detail. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how to, to accurately describe it. Yeah, it evokes, it evokes uh, manga. It evokes uh, French art as well, French comic book art, and it's a 
beautiful blend. It's interesting they kind of mentioned the French because I'm not uh, as familiar with French art as I am with like manga. Where do you see kind of like the influences of the because I can kind of see where the the manga Japanese influences in 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 her artwork, but I, I can't really pick out the details that are kind of like more European. Maybe um, you could talk a little bit about that. I I feel like it was, it's in the how do you say this in English? It's in the sketching or the 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 lines uh, that that he uses uh, or she uses. I'm sorry, and it's almost very. Uh, I I I know most of the older French artists. I'm not really familiar with the newer ones, unfortunately. Yeah. Like in moments, in moments, I can see uh, accents of Mobius. If you, uh, if you, uh, yeah. are aware, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can almost see like accents of of, of his style. But uh, okay, like, my, um, so manga influences are, are uh, apparent. Kind of, yeah, the manga influences I think a little bit more apparent to me as well. So you, you kind yeah. of mentioned the line work. The line work is very clean for the most part, and you, you also kind of mentioned the the details as well kind of so that the, the line work is quite clean uh, and i think that really helps in the book there's kind of lots of action and there's lots of dialogue and quieter moments as well and there's just like a clarity to everything that's happening on the page mm-hmm. how do you think she kind of like achieved that having the clean the clean line work that kind of gives like a clarity to, to things that are going on how do i think she achieved it yeah i mean in terms of that, I think what I'm trying to get incredible, at more is... Incredible work ethic, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think what I'm trying to get at is you always, even despite the the, the clean art, you, you're always kind of aware where each character is geographically to each other. I think, there's, I think, I think it's on page 75 where they're in the tavern and you can kind of like yes. see where there, there's that, you know, you can kind of see... That could be kind of like quite a confused sequence if you're not in kind yeah, yeah, of yeah, this yeah. Maybe you can maybe talk a little bit about how she's kind of laid out the panel so you, you're kind of clear where everyone is in relation to each other. Well, she follows their placements masterfully. Uh, how do I say this? There's like the way the way she positioned the, the camera angles. Yeah. And the like the small beats of, of the story on, on the page and the way my eye follows that flow of her panels, I don't yeah. That's why I said completely masterful placement. I think how long is, is the comic? I think it's like hundred and seventy odd pages. And I yeah. just whizzed through how quickly did you kind of read oh my read God. It? Like, yeah, in, in, in one setting, of yeah. course. <laughs> yeah. In one setting and I kept coming back to it. Yeah, uh, a couple of times just just to sit with the artwork. Yeah, even like I I was uh, I was just yesterday I think I I breezed through the the book again. Yeah, and oh my god I I want to say about the art the way she depicts clothing and uh, metal. Oh, it's like you can feel the the way the weight of uh, of the clothes. That's really that's, I, that, that's, that, that's how I can best describe it. I don't know if yeah, it's correct. I, I think that's a fascinating thing to kind of like pick up on. But yeah, you, you can kind of you do actually feel kind of like the weight of the clothing when the people the, the characters are kind of moving and in kind of the action sequence. But even when they're standing, it does feel like the, there there are things like resting on their on their body. So yeah, that's a yeah. really fascinating thing to to pick up yeah. on and. 
Yeah, it's because it's 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 something that I'm I'm not maybe not struggling with, but always am aware of. That's amazing to to actually see it done so well. Okay, that's that's yeah yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that like to me, I'm I'm not an artist. It's not one of those things that I'd kind of. It's probably one of those things you you know there's like something wrong with the art, but if it's done well, it's not something like a lay person like me would necessarily pick up on. So it's, it's, it's great that you kind of picked up on, on that detail. Uh, I think that also kind of nicely uh, goes into kind of one of the other things. I love the world, the visual world that she's created. Yeah, it's, it, it looks like, it feels like a, a lived in world. The, um, yeah. as you mentioned, kind of the costumes, that are, the, the clothing that the characters are wearing a kind of suitably detailed and not kind of overly overly detailed but i think that they the the, the the clothing and and the world and just everything in it just feels very well designed um you know yeah. working as an artist just so how difficult is that to, to 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 do to make sure that everything fits in in kind of like one world and nothing kind of like stands out um as f- feeling odd or looking odd and stuff like that it's yeah, it's I, I can tell you for from from experience that it's yeah. um it's hard thing to do. It takes discipline. It takes time. It takes attention to detail and and also uh, like historical accuracy at some point. Uh, like I I can see this. She's done research for her uh, uh, fantasy uh, story, which is I don't know, I, it's uh, <laughs> it's breathtaking to tell the truth. It's really, really well done. So I, I, I'll, I'll mention a couple of comics. This or like comics that are animes that this uh, book reminded me of, um, and like one of them, not necessarily in in terms of anything, any of like the story beats or anything like that, but it kind of it's like for me, it kind of a little bit reminded me of Norseka of the Valley of the Wind. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah kind of evoked the same feeling in me and then in more in terms of like the the story beats um it also kind of r- reminded me of uh the legend of prince arsalan what, what um what mangas or comic books did it oh. remind you of? oh god uh and nasca nasca's a good good example I, I don't know there's there's a lot of influences i cannot actually say which one exactly oh god i don't even know it's, it's very much its own thing. It's very unique, but you can kind of tell that she's taken stuff from other places and it's kind of like... Yeah, like, 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 like all yeah. great art. Yeah, like the... The art, like, I, I, I can, I can s- see her uh, developing it that way, you know? You know the story oh, yeah. beats... The, 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 the story beats are... I can't say I'm, I'm the, the biggest fan of uh, that kind of YA since uh, yeah. well, I'm not the target audience, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the humor is a bit hit and miss for me. Uh, yeah. In, in moments, yeah. just like you see in, in a lot of YA and uh, mangas for, for younger audiences. Yeah. Again, I'm not the target audience, but everything else is masterful. Do you feel like she, as the comic goes along, that she's developed developing her visual style because i think that's something that you mentioned in well i think it's it's the case for every artist is developing it's it's already how can i say this it's already very uh well built i can see her like strong foundations for for her her art and the way she uses the pen the way she uses the light yeah everything here is very like 
well done, well educated, well researched. But like the research and the the growth of the artist is just part of of the pro the process. Um. So we haven't really talked a lot about the plot yet. So uh, the book, and we, we, we I'm going to try and talk about it without giving away too many uh, spoilers. So within the first few, few pages, we have the inciting incident. Uh, Tally, who's this young lady that's kind of lived a very sheltered life is forced to flee the burning castle that she's called home only accompanied by a a knight called sir allen and they quickly run into the two other characters that kind of join their their the motley crew crew um lilo and pavel i really love the dynamic dynamic between lilo and pavel how did how did you feel about that um that relationship that those two kind of had not maybe like a father son but you know, a younger brother older brother relationship yeah there was that that kind of a feeling i wanted more to be to 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 be truthful i wanted more yeah. of their interactions it's it's wholesome i can see i can feel their uh, history between them yeah which is which is a bit hard uh to well in other comics it's, it's a bit hard to read that that specific intention but I just, uh, yeah, I, I wanted more. You wanted yeah, more of the two, two of my favorite characters. <laughs> yes, oh yeah, so two, two of the characters, yeah. favorite characters. So, you know, Lilo's this young man. He's got a very sort of like odd, haunted look to him. And we yeah, kind of discovered yeah, this. traumatized a, man and the, yeah. the older, world-weary, but also, yeah, I can say happy-go-lucky, but... Yeah, he's, got, he's always got like a smile on his face in terms of like... Yeah, he's a seen smile everything. that hides... Yeah, 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 a smile that hides a, a like a huge uh, history and, and and trauma. I, I yeah. would guess. How did you feel about uh, Tally herself as a protagonist? How did you feel that um, was was it this, because I think I had kind of split feelings about her a little bit. I mean, I think I, f- I felt that she was a, a compelling enough character, but I think there was a little bit of um, a few cliche things that kind of. Um, yeah. didn't sit that well with me. How did you find her? Uh, oh my god, I guess I, I don't want to be <laughs> harsh. Yeah, I'm gonna be harsh. I wanted a bit more, let's say, from her. How do I say this correctly? I guess, I guess, I guess it's more of a how fast the story is progressing that we're not seeing more of her character. Like, the, there, there are moments, there are moments of her. Uh, insisting on on being like this highborn uh, girl, right? This highborn lady, this princess, yeah. and there's also beats of her naivety, yeah. and then suddenly it kind of turns uh, very quickly uh, to a very humorous moments. Yeah, I I don't know. I, the I, I I need I need a kind of more time, either between those uh, character beats or or a bit more consistency. Her. Yeah. I think what one of the difficult things that, that that I struggled with throughout the book is that um, Tally, for the most part, and I, you know, and this kind of happens quite often in the first chapters or the the first part of books, is she 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 didn't seem to have that much agency in terms of she 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 was acted on a lot, and I think I would have liked to see her maybe take more. I, I would have liked to see within the books kind of her trying to take more uh not necessarily proactive approach but like her having you know her thinking what her like decision making process was and kind of how she would be 
deciding to, to wanting to do things. I don't think we really got that much uh, in from her uh, in terms of that. Yeah, maybe maybe that's where the dissonance kind of happens. Yeah, because um, like all the so things that you mentioned. This, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So all the things no, that you this, mentioned. Yes. Yeah. All the things that you mentioned. You could kind of have those. You know, a character that's light one minute and then heavy the other. But you need to have like a through line where we can kind of understand what their thought process is. Kind of, there's a moment later on in the book where they show mercy, but that's not really highlighted. Like her, earlier on, there's you know we've got no reason to believe uh, why she would be inclined to show mercy to this person. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's kind of that, that kind of inconsistency is something that I kind of struggled a little bit uh, with as well. Yeah. Um, there, there's also a very, I liked her depiction in, I don't know if, uh, if you should be aware of spoilers or anything like that, but in chapter three, yeah, where they meet the underground chapel or underground uh, yeah. uh, place. Yeah. That's, that's, one of the one of the few, few uh, moments where, first of all, I connected to to her a bit. Like the, her her character were, was more, not say fleshed out, but clearer to me. Yeah, and yeah. there's like story beats there, like good um, character background, and there's like a deepness to a, a depth. Sorry, a depth to her character there, which yeah. kind of is lacking in the beginning and I don't know, I kind of maybe lacking in the end too. Yeah. But it's it's not a how can I say this? It's not lack of agency maybe, but just enough time to depict a single um, a single character trait. So yeah. if, if I have if I have a limited time with a character, give me give me a specific character trait where I can connect with the specific characters for for example the uh lilo yeah um, yeah so he has one kind of specific thing that he's tired all the time and he has a haunted look and he has a tragic yeah. past and he's a bit of a crazed murderer kid yeah yeah um so yeah so that that's like one kind of a through line one specific character trait that he has Whilst with Tally, there's like a couple, right? There's like, she's high born and she's a bit snobbish, but she's also very naive. But she's also kind of has, has this deep uh, past with, with uh, aspirations and stuff like that. I just wanted to have more time with that character to flesh okay. her out. Sorry, yeah, I agree to on. <laughs> no, so just being aware of, of time. So there's just a couple of other things that I wanted to... Uh, talk about so i think francois has done a really good job with the translation i thought the dialogue for the most part flowed really well I mean, apart from a couple of the, the, the comedic se- sections which look uh manga uh inspired comics are going to have those kind of weird like comedy sections and you, they either sit well with you or or, or they don't but like, for them, yeah. i thought the, the dialogue flowed really well and it's not an easy thing to translate one one language into another and keep the uh, the artist's intention uh, true to the original. How, how, how did you feel about how did you feel about the uh, the dialogue in the comic and um, also how the because I always wanted to talk a little bit about lettering was how the the comic was was lettered. Oh, uh, 
no no complaints for me (laughs) to tell the truth everything kind of flowed very well in my opinion yeah uh there was no kind of um how do i say this no nothing was out of place let's say okay okay yeah so that's that that's uh that's good so that, that for me, you know, just finishing off with our recommendation, I would recommend this book wholeheartedly. I think it's a, it is an utterly beautiful thing to look at. I think uh, the uh, story is, I mean, it's a, it's a very easy, fluid thing to, to read. Um, it's the action sequences are, are thrilling. The, uh, there's enough meat on the characters to, for you to actually care about what happened yeah. to the moment, you know, to be honest, I care more about, um, Lilo and Pavel than I do about, uh, Tally. Um, but I'm sure that's, you know, something that it will almost certainly be it's developed time. in, time, in, I in, think, yeah. time in, in future chapters. How did you, is this a recommend for you? Is this something that you'd uh, want to, to read more about or? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I need a volume two right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just to experience uh, the art a bit more. That's that's great. So that's a, a firm recommendation yeah. from both of us. So so let's talk a little bit uh, about uh, you. So I think um, a nice way to kind of start uh, the discussion off is at the end of uh, Tally, Daughter of the Moon. Sarai uh, talks a little bit. She does, does like she. There's a there's a mini comic there where she talks about her creative process. Did you get a chance? To read to read that section uh i i thumbed through uh yeah it was yeah okay so one of the first questions i always um kind of like like to start off with is um what is your like artistic um uh approach do you use do you work with um kind of analog uh tools of kind of like pen paper or um i know i've watched a few a few of you kind of youtube videos i know you do use I'm a lot of digital oh. tools yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. So kind of what's your kind of um, artistic approach? What tools do you use? And um... Right. So everything depends on the script. Yeah. Uh, that, that's all I'll say. If the script is uh, has sections uh, that are way too complicated or uh, there's kind of, there, I, I, I don't see the flow immediately, uh, then I use... Uh, pen and paper, which is you know uh, a grounding thing for me. Yeah, I I usually go full digital. Okay. Um, okay. I use uh, either Photoshop or um, Sketchbook uh, Pro or anything like that. Yeah. Okay. And um, where do you tend to work? From are you working from home at the moment, or do you go into a uh, a studio? How does how does that um process work for you? I'm working from home. Either, okay. Yeah. From, from home I in mean, the I, uh, Caucasian mountains. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I asked that question because I, I've had some kind of interesting answers come up in the past. Some artists have told me, oh, well, I just I work from my iPad in bed. Other people say, no, I need to kind of get out of the house, go to my studio work and concentrate. And then you know, other people have said, oh, I just like take my um my tools and I'll, I'll sit underneath a tree and I'll do my work. I <laughs> <laughs> do my work there. <laughs> Unfortunately, what? unfortunately, I'm I'm very uh, like I'm a hermit. Yeah. I'd say this. <laughs> so the only thing that I need I need a like a, a, a cozy corner in my house. Uh, yeah. I have my PC set up. I need like good 
calming music uh, or or music that that fits the tone of the script and uh, yeah then i'm off to dreamland okay and one of the things um you kind of mentioned is uh interpreting the the script how does how does that work for you do you do you kind of initially read read the script uh, all the way through and start thumbnailing or do you read the script go back to the um to the writer with questions um how does how does that process tend tend to work for you uh so i read the script back to back a couple of times and to have a good idea of the tone of the script. If there are questions, yeah, sure, I go back to the, uh, the writer and I, you know, ask whatever I need to ask. And uh, then I get to thumbnailing. And there's a process. Okay. Thumbnailing, then okay. back and forth with the, with, the, uh, with the writer. Okay. And you mentioned tone uh, a, a few times. In, in your answer there, what, what do you what do you mean by that? Do you mean like tone in terms of like the overall story of the script, or do you mean that more by like page by page kind of what what is this? What tone or emotion is this page trying to elicit from from the reader? Both. Both. There's, yeah, nothing is ever uh, black and white. <laughs> yeah. Maybe so. Nothing is ever one thing. Uh, I, always, I I need to to feel the the entire what type of story am i getting into first of all yeah um that that influences the lines that influences um, what type of lines or how much detail i put into the page or panel um and same thing with the single page what am i what kind of story am i telling in one single page okay that's that's uh that's it. and in terms of like the scripts that you've received do you have like a particular preference in terms of uh the formats writers use as you know i think you know, in comic books there's no like set one format but it has there been like a style or a, a format that you've come across that you prefer working with um, as opposed to others well oh god i can work with let's say the most the most type of scripts that i've gotten is kind of a standardish type yeah. of uh, comic comic uh, uh, scripts yeah so uh, it's it's a page description the overall kind of idea of the page and then panel by panel uh, yeah it's dissected but I don't really have like, a preference uh, okay a large preference toward it um, okay. you, you shouldn't you shouldn't give me you shouldn't give me a, a kind of a television or film film script <laughs> okay. for me to adapt into a, a comic but uh, everything else uh, I'm good with so one thing that uh, all, all, most of the artists that I've mentioned is that they, they do mention kind of like the need for, for music while they're um, mm-hmm. while they're working um, and you kind of you kind of mentioned you, you know, having finding the right type of music to listen to while while uh, you draw, is that um, is that a do you have like a playlist for like different tones and emotions and stuff like oh, that, yeah. or do you kind of like do a little bit of research? Kind of, like, I need to find songs that kind of um, have like a romantic theme or an action theme. Or have you got all those songs kind of all already in, set into to playlists? They're they're kind of they're kind of set, but I'm always always hunting for for uh, good uh, either soundtracks or songs. Yeah, I'm always on the hunt, but I'm, I'm usually 
it's already, already kind of set. Um, what projects are you uh, kind of working on at the moment? I just uh, saw the uh, announcement from um, Madeline that you're going to be on doing some art yes. for the Boston, Metaf- Metaf- Boston Metaphysical Society. Society. Do you want to talk a little bit yeah. about that? Oh my God, I, I can't say much about that particular yeah. project yet. Yeah. I just yeah. can confirm that I'm working on it and I'm yeah. incredibly excited for it. It's, yeah. uh, like, how can I say this? It's the pages that I've done already are one of the most detailed I've, I've produced and the kind of the most, oh my God, I can't describe it. Uh, there's one of the, maybe not the, one of the best pages that I've produced yet, let's say. Okay. Yes, yeah, I'm really proud of of my my my, my jump uh, in 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 production. Let's say. Okay, so that that, that must be that must feel uh, quite exciting. When will yeah. those? Uh, when will that comic kind of like uh, be available for, um, for next for... year? Next year, uh, late spring, if I'm not mistaken. Again, don't okay. quote me on that. Okay, <laughs> yeah. next year, next spring. Okay, so that's definitely one to look out for. Uh, what Me other too. project have you got um, got in the far end um, in terms of stuff that you've worked on in the past that's ready to come out or other projects that you're kind of jumping on um, at the moment? Uh, I, I have a, kind of a couple of couple of projects that I'm in the talks for that I can't really yeah. talk about again. Yeah. But I, I have, I'm taking part in a couple of kickstarters that i am very honored let's say to to yeah. to be in and very excited to keep drawing um first is a sharp, it's called sharp wit and the company of women yeah from uh, by extra pages press an amazing comic book anthology about um like strong women and weapons uh, yeah it's and 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 made by by um uh, LGBTQIA creators as well. Uh, it's oh my god the the amount of talent that is in that in that in that book is shocking to me. Each time that I that I uh, get to talk with these people, so that's one that I'm very excited to to work on. And the other is uh, it's called Fairy Tales from Mars. That's also an anthology and um, speculative mythology, well about Mars. That is scratching my uh, kind of uh, sci-fi itch okay. <laughs> that, I, that, I, that I can't, um, that don't have a lot of right now. Okay. So that's, it's also that's, an amazing book. And um, how did you kind of get on board those two projects? Were, were they pitched to you or did you kind of um, uh, approach the, uh, the creators there? Uh, the first, uh, Fairy Tales, I, I stumbled into that. Uh, yeah. From a um, a Twitter called uh, Finding Anthologies, if I remember correctly, uh, and then I just I just pitched my my portfolio to them, and they kind of uh, liked my stuff, let's say. Um, and the other the other was was uh, was pitched, let's say to me, um, by uh, Katie Brown. Uh, she's the writer for for the story that I'm doing in the. And uh, sharp wit, and the colorist as well for for, for that story. So are you your approach kind of um, uh, for both of those ones. Um, do you have like a preference in terms of like the type of stories that you're drawing at the moment? But I'm specifically uh, thinking about in terms of long form versus 
short form? Do you have a, um, a preference on the type of projects that you're taking on at the moment? Or are you just trying to um, find good creators to, to, to work with? I'm trying to, primarily, I'm trying to find good, good, good people to, to work with. That's number one. But I, the most projects that interest me at the moment are the smaller ones. Since I feel I feel the biggest jump in in uh, my approaches in those smaller projects, the biggest jump okay. in my art. Yeah, do you, do you, okay. So in terms of like um, the the artistic approach that you need to to take, does does your style um, change a lot depending on on the script? Then, or do you think you keep it fairly consistent? But it's just different techniques that you employ i'm not at that level yet i think okay <laughs> yeah i'm still working on that yeah it's it's okay. more of a it's more of a, a detailed approach uh, okay what's what what a story demands what of me let's say okay okay that's interesting so it's kind of, you're looking for things that are, are going to kind of um push you um like technically and creatively and and stuff like that yeah okay yeah. uh one question I didn't ask at, at the start, and I, I, I always use, usually ask this question is, uh, why comics? Oh, <laughs> why comics? That's that's why a, comics. That's a hundred dollar question right there, yeah. or million dollar question. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, why comics? Uh, I love I love the amount of storytelling I can squeeze into a page. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah, um, and I can I can like make a couple hundred um, like uh, graphic illustrations or um, oil paintings, but but there's never that 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 feeling of satisfaction when I do those, and I'm chasing that feeling in comics. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. and you, you kind of um, I'm kind of I read out your bio, and you you kind of were re- reintroduced into uh, to comics kind of while, while you're studying um uh fine art what was that what was that like because that's kind of quite a common thing when i'm talking to to people on the pod is that they they read comics when they're younger like in their teenage years that kind of disappears but mm-hmm. then usually at university they discover them um again so what was the the comic book that kind of got that fire burning in you again at um while, while you're studying fine art it was it wasn't, a, it wasn't a specific comic book. It was my friend. He had a story idea for a comic. And I gotta, I gotta clarify, we don't have comics in, in Georgia. We have yeah. one um, small shop for, for the entire country, basically. Uh, yeah. Um, so the, we don't have that um, medium here. Okay. And when he kind of came in and and uh, pitched me that idea, or you know what, let's let's do that. Let let's do a, a comic. We sat down and we kind of we 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 went through that process of writing, of planning out. Then it was my part. I had to I had to draw that out. I had to I had to learn the fundamentals right there. And it took me. It took us like a year, a year and a half to to. To finish it and to to bring it to life, and uh, that 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 working process like lit a fire under me. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. Okay, that's that's fascinating. Really it's, um, yeah. it's interesting to hear that um, Georgia doesn't have like a comic book tradition. Um, I've I've spoken to a few people from different countries, mm-hmm. and 
even if they even if like comic books aren't as um widespread as they are in places like Japan or France or the United States at least mm. there is at least kind of like a, a, at least like a, a newspaper tradition of like Saturday funnies and and stuff like that is there no there, kind of like scene in, yeah yeah there 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 was a that tradition like before the 1990s if i'm not yeah. mistaken yeah uh, but then it kind of fizzled out yeah, and there's nothing like that anymore. There's no kind of independent comic book scene there either, or is that kind of something that's slowly building up? Slowly building up. Uh, slowly building up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're 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 kind of working on it with uh, younger people, with new students, with hopefuls. Yeah, we're we're working on it. <laughs> okay, and like, you know. What, what is kind of like the, the main impetus for that? Is it you think that comics are kind of the the best way to tell stories uh, that, that that you want to tell, or is it just you you love the art form and you think more people should you know, in, in 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 your country should be kind of like be made aware of like the power of the, the, the power yeah. of the format, basically the latter, yeah, the latter, yeah, okay, um, yeah. Uh, I can't I can't say I can't say the comics are the best medium for experiencing any kind of story because you know, that's, that's simply not true but but it's a it's a worthy medium it's uh, yeah. an art form that should be that should be uh, uh, looked at and respected more or less yeah yeah um i, I think it's, it's, it's unfortunately it's a little bit similar in the uk we do have kind of quite a developed um independent scene but kind of like in the kind of the wider culture it's not it's not given like the status that I think that it like firmly deserves, and that's I think you mm-hmm. know each country can have its own um, journey to to get to a state where it's like in Japan or in France where it's considered uh, and respected as uh, as a format and as an art form um, that um, you know you know deserves um uh, more you know, deserves its place to sit alongside music and film and novels and sculpture and um all yeah. those other things as um as well um i've just i've just got a, a couple more questions and um i'll uh uh let you um go so um what what would success look like for you what does success look like for me yeah i mean oh. that could be either more widely um as a person or more specifically as a comic book artist or both both together you can kind of interpret that question um, however you want <laughs> i i'm an artist through and through uh it's is it's it's the only thing i'm gonna be a bit bland but it's the only thing that really matters to me uh, it speaks to my soul so any any type of job that i can do consistently that will let me you know live my life uh, more or less comfortably i think is a it's a you know a road to success. Okay. I don't yeah. like. I don't chase fame. It's not something I really want. I'm not really interested in all that. You know, let's say that 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 um, unimportant stuff. Uh, I'm just chasing my my uh, trying to scratch an itch, <laughs> a creative yeah, itch. But, yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, the, the last uh, couple of questions um, uh, that that I've got is. Um, uh, what you're reading at the moment in terms of like comic books? Have you got any recommendations that you feel that um, people should be uh, checking out? Oh, uh, what I was reading right now? Um, 
God. I was I was uh, reading Silver Coin uh, from Image Comics. Matt Walsh, I think, is the artist, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. That's an amazing piece of of art. I'm gonna. Uh, I have. I have to be honest. Um, yeah. I was reading also Starhenge. Oh, and uh, 20th Century Men. Have Have you heard of that? I've not heard of that. No. No. It's from Image Comics. Uh, an absolutely, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I say this uh, with with like genuine uh, admiration. Absolute magnificent piece of art. Okay. Same with storytelling and and art. It's magnificent. And if you haven't haven't read it, read it. I I wholeheartedly recommend it. Okay, so that's definitely yeah. something that I'm I'll, I'll be yeah. looking to uh, uh, check out. So, um, can you please tell um, our listeners where they can find you on the internet and stuff right. like that? Um, I'm most active on Twitter. Uh, which is, you know, not much, but uh, I'm still on there a couple of, uh, yeah. um, just a bit. It's um, at E-L-I-A-R-T-N-K-H, just L-E-R-T, yeah. uh, N-K-H, and uh, same same username on Instagram, but I'm, I'm kind of, you know, not really using that. Okay. Uh, oh, there. Okay, there's one last question that I kind of wanted to sure. ask you. I was watching the, I was watching your YouTube videos, and a lot of the the stuff on there was like uh, steampunk and um, like uh, stuff yeah. based off of like Critical Role. Is that stuff that you really enjoy um, drawing? Is that kind of like you know, those are the stories that you you want to tell specifically, or is it just kind of that helps get your creative juices? Like why 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 those kind of like two 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 sorts of stories? So the steampunk one, uh, yeah. it's uh, it's a, it's a story that I kind of wrote uh, that is supposed to be published next year, I believe. Again, I I can't really talk about it a lot, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately. And the critical role stuff is uh, you know pure pure fan art. Uh, I, I I enjoy I enjoy their 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 storytelling and um, that 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 specifically helps the creative juices flowing, yeah. as as you said. Yeah. Fan art is incredibly um, important, even for people that um, make money from, from comics. Is what I'm finding. <laughs> How many people actually just? It's important to draw stuff because you just enjoy drawing stuff and yeah. kind of not just kind of like, um, draw stuff when it's only. Um, like a paid gig. Um, so I just want to yeah. uh, thank you very much for taking uh, uh, the time out of your day to uh, speak to me. Uh, gang. Uh, thank you for got... inviting me. It was amazing. You're, you're, you're very welcome. Um, gang, we've got uh, a few more uh, episodes um, coming up in, in this season. Uh, please check out our YouTube channel. Cole is doing really um, good work there in terms of uh, reviewing uh, comics uh, on there, well, not really reviewing, but just kind of breaking down the the, the artwork and showcasing comics that um, he's uh, purchased recently. I'm going to be continuing doing work with the podcast. If you can support the pod uh, by either leaving a rating review on whichever app you found us on, or uh, clicking on the tip jar link in the episode description and throwing us a few coins, it helps keep the lights on um and yeah so uh thank you very much uh elizabeth uh let's say bye 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 thank you for having me